playing booch ball. Welcome back to Booch Ball. Boo. Oh. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by my spooky little co-host, Freed. How you doing over there, Friedrich? Ahoy there, Captain. Yarg. Yes, we're dressed up in our Halloween outfits, so I'm wearing a captain's hat. I'm. Uh, this is one of my go-to costumes, as we've discussed before on the show. Uh, everybody loves a guy in a captain's hat. I'm doing a shipwrecked captain look, so just a hat, no shirt. Not a whole lot else. I'm glad I can only see the top half of you right now, buddy. <laughs> and Freed is dressed as, I can only imagine, Giancarlo Stanton from before the trade. Do you have an actual name on that jersey? No, I don't have a name on this jersey. Um, I couldn't even find my Bat Boy uniforms. This is like an OG... Oh, damn. Like teal Florida Marlins jersey from way back in the day. That yeah, I probably hammered down so I can see that. Found see that, that in my dad's closet at some point 15 years ago or something. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a special occasion because the World Series is coming here to Houston and um, your boy might be attending game one. Still TBD. Speaking of TBD, TVD, TBD, Miami loses to Duke. Season's over, Freed. Season's over. We've lost. We've lost. It's over. Let's check back. Let's check back. Honestly, I'm not even sure next year. Let's check back in like two years. Well, the season's not over. There's still plenty of games to play. There's plenty of fans to enjoy the games. You know, we could have a good time watching it. They're not going to make anything important. They're not going to win the ACC. They're not going to win the ACC Coastal. Right. <laughs> they might not even make a bowl game. And if they do, it'll be in Shreveport, Louisiana, or somewhere else no one wants to go to, where they will most likely lose to a group of five team again. Um, but, you know, the players might be quitting on the team. But who are we as fans to chastise those players when we quit on the team as well? Oh, yeah. No, believe me, I'm not chastising them at all. I've, yeah, I'm with them. You're with them. You're, you're, you're revolting and just say, yeah, you know what? Screw it. We'll pick it up next year. Uh, I'm not revolting. I don't think that's revolting to say, screw it. Let's pick it up next year. That's just apathy, really. You've moved to apathy. Well, in the wise words of Sheldrick Redwine, don't be a fan later. So come this Saturday, we'll still be watching the game in the Freed household. With as long as more it's not on a Valley Sports regional network. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I won't be watching the game because, it, <laughs> once again, it's a noon game that I don't have access to. Yep. There you go, Freed. Well, let's see. What else What else happened with the with the Bucci polls? We had a couple. We had a couple. Well, we, we kind of – we had what? Like, No, we had like two good games this weekend. We had the Texas-Oklahoma State game. Oklahoma State wins 41-34. Steve Sarkeesian, I guess, is being like chastised for walking off this the field before they sing their dumb little song at the end of it. You got to stay on the field for the dumb song. No, Every you don't. Knows That's so stupid. It's in the I contract. Give it a... He signed the contract. You got to stay for Eyes of Texas. If somebody left before the, doing the fucking alma mater, like alma mater, stay. Like that's not. That's the if dumbest you stay thing ever. For the alma mater, let's just be real. I, 
I would at all the basketball just games. Go home. Like I would do that for all the basketball Good games, but yeah, there's no yeah. expectation for the Miami plays. I mean, nobody goes to the games. Period. Like you're trying to beat the traffic home. You want to stay at the stadium for an extra hour and a half to sing the eyes of Texas. Cool. Dude, I'm looking. I was just thinking about the traffic because I'm going to be going out for Florida State weekend. So that's when next week. Florida State yeah, next, week. next week. All right, all right. I'll have to be locked in for that. Locked up. They won't let me out. Lock me up and throw away the freed. Freed, how did we do in the booch bet picks last week? It was a tough week, honestly, man. The only pick that I got right was the sediment pick. You didn't do much better. We both went one and three. But once again, Alex, you won the booch bet on account of having zero faith in the Miami Hurricanes. Congratulations. Temper, temper the expectations. Temper five, Freed. I should make a shirt that says Temper Fi. Is that stolen valor? That's like the Marines logo. Separate, yeah. Separate. Let's throw a booch ball logo. <laughs> Let's throw a booch ball logo <laughs> on that bitch and get them in print. That's a great idea. All right. So I'm the winner of the booch bet, which means that I win. Wait, I didn't actually send you any money last time, Freed. So let's just call it even this. <laughs> Hey, that's a good deal. You For still want to do our sound effect? Sure. Ching. I'm swimming in it over here. Captain Alex is overboard. The crew is mutinying. <laughs> is that why you said mutiny earlier? Because I'm wearing a captain's <laughs> outfit. I don't think I said mutiny. I said uh, revolting. Mutiny oh, okay. would have been better. Yeah, mutiny would have been better. Do you <laughs> We can retake that if you want. But yeah. Um, okay. College football. Honestly, Freed, I'm over it. Ohio State, I think Ohio State is the best team in the country, by the way. They just, we'll have to see what happens later on in our, as uh, Ohio State takes on Penn State this week that we'll be picking later. Ohio yeah, State, they certainly have the clearest path to the playoffs. True. The only thing that stands in their way is Manny Diaz and a pair of khakis. <laughs> That's right. We're not talking about Al Goldens. All right, Freed. Well, we're drinking a first-time kombucha brand on today's episode as we look to the first segment of Booch Ball, which is, of course, what we're drinking. What we're drinking. So this week, we're going to be trying out Wild Tonic. Wild Tonic is a brand that specializes in June kombucha. That's J-U-N, no E. What is June kombucha? Well, if you listen to our first episode of the season featuring Rockstacker Kombucha, Christian Day, you would know June kombucha is brewed with a base of green tea and honey, as mm. opposed to traditional kombucha, which is made with more of a refined sugar and typically black tea or a black green tea blend. Right. Wild he, referred tonic. To this, he referred to this as a mead-like kombucha. That's right. And Wild Tonic is his actually Christian's neighbor out there in Arizona, mm. but they are nationwide. We both found these in our local Whole Foods or equivalent stores. And we actually have the mango ginger flavor today. So we'll get to compare head to head with the Brew Doctor Island Mango that we tried just a few weeks ago. Very well. There's a picture of a bee that says made with honey, June kombucha. Yeah, these are good looking bottles. It's, it's like blue. a blue glass. This would be, what if I found this on my ship? 
This is the kind of thing that if I was... Sh- I think you'd drink it. This is the kind of thing if I was shipwrecked at sea, I would, I would seal a little letter inside with some wax. Message in a bottle? What is that? How does that happen, by the way? You send a message in a bottle on an island, it's just going to get wet, right? How are they... They fa- well, you, see, they you seal it rubber? up. With what? Like a cork. From where? From the bottle. Because the bottle guess... probably already had a cork, like a wine bottle. Okay, I guess that's true. So, But how did you get the wine bottle? From the ship. So people, uh, I guess so. So when the ship is shipwrecked, someone finds a bottle of wine drinks it drinks it gets real messed up writes it, i would get if i was abandoned on an island i would do the jack sparrow thing where i would just like drink all of the rum i would probably give up honestly if I was well you might as well give up as opposed to putting a note in a bottle and letting the sea wash it around for <laughs> however many years before somebody else finds it and what would you tell them you'd be like i'm on an island S-O-S. I'm sending out an S-O-S. Message in a bottle. All right, let's see what message Wild Tonic has in this bottle for us, Freed. Sniff test. Oh, and the cap says, must be refrigerated. This smells interesting. It smells fruity, but not in like a sweet way. It smells like an un. It smells like a mango that's not quite ripe yet. One thing that the June kombuchas typically have going is a little bit of a milder flavor, aroma, everything. They're a little less vinegary, and they don't have quite as much flavor. Yep, I get it. Tastes like honey. It's very mild. It tastes like the bottom of a tea that you like left out overnight and there was still some honey left in it. And you're like, oh, let me just like drink the rest of this. This tastes way more like a traditional sweet tea than any kombucha we've ever had. Yeah, I guess if I, yeah, that's a good point. I'm try I'm like refiguring my brain. If I think of it as tea, as like a cold, yeah, as like a cold tea. Yeah, like I, I kind of like it, but it's not what we're used to. There's almost no mango. There's almost no ginger. No, it's just overpowering. It's, it's like tea. overpowering of honey, but it's underwhelmingly honey. Yeah. All right. Well, let's sip on it and uh, gather our thoughts, and we'll check back in with this uh, when we get to the butcher barometer. All right. Very well. Well, we've told you what we're drinking. The mango ginger June kombucha from wild tonic that's too many words by the way a mango ginger june kombucha from wild tonic just wild tonics mango ginger june kombucha nobody knows what june kombucha is anyways we just told them i know but nobody knows well i guess you could look it up we didn't even know what it was until christian day told us nine weeks ago (laughs) Well, and we have sucks. a little kombucha podcast. Compared to Rockstacker, it stinks. All right, folks. Well, we told you what we're thinking about the wild tonic mango ginger June kombucha made with honey. It's now time for us to tell you 
what we're thinking. What we're thinking. And Freed, I actually have a, I, I have a question posited by one of our loyal boochies, Jake Hennessy. What will it take for Miami to not be a favorite in a game? Well, we're not going to be favorites against Florida State next week. At home? Yeah. If we beat Virginia? We're two-point favorites against Virginia, which means that... At Virginia. That means Vegas thinks we're about five points better than Virginia because usually they give three points to the home team. Mm-hmm. Virginia is awful. Like they're really bad. So, I mean, we'll be faced off with Florida state who Vegas probably likes five to eight points more than Miami. Give us a few points for being the home team. And we're going to be three to five point underdogs next week. Hmm. Obviously things might change, but factor in a backup quarterback factor in how we've played how Florida state has played. I mean, we'll see, but we're not going to be favorites, but yeah, I mean, Miami continues to be favorites against these teams that I feel like the fans, the talent gap. Yeah. The fans know that, wow, we could very easily lose this game, but Vegas is still going off the stats and the potential. It's time that they realize how bad Miami actually is. Let's go show them folks. Let's go show them. It's time for a mutiny. (laughs) rebellion rebellion. we keep throwing our captains overboard (laughs) and then wondering why our ship never gets anywhere (laughs) every few years if you bring in a new captain it takes time for the captains to set up their culture just like in kombucha oh today is an especially spooky halloween themed episode i believe you had a a potential game show or some kind of idea. What do you got for Halloween? There's only one game to play spooky or dookie. <laughs> oh, we should have played this last week. It's too bad. We weren't playing Duke this week. Yeah, that would be perfect. Miami versus Duke. Yeah, that was a dookie. Major dookie. It's also <laughs> pretty spooky for you. Just explain, give some context of how does, how does the scoring work? On Halloween week, pretty much the best compliment someone could give you is to say, bro, you looking spooky out there. I have a question. Okay. What is the best Halloween song, not including the Monster Mash? Probably Thriller. Mm. True that. Yeah, that one's good. Yep, I think that I think that's it. I think some honorable mentions that song that's like Love is kinda crazy with the spooky little girl like you. Yeah. You know that song? No. Really? Bro, let me put together a little Halloween playlist for you. All right. That one's that good. Sounds spooky, baby. Love potion number nine. That's a good one. My parents had a Halloween tape with some classic Halloween songs on it lead off track the monster mash and that version of the monster mash the one that i have on this tape i cannot find that specific recorded version anywhere online was it like kids bop 
kids no, singing monster no match? not kids but my parents were not I, luckily i was not raised in a kids bop household thank you very much reed all right well your parents tape deck spooky absolutely spooky you're right freed on the other side of things when things are trash things are poop things are nasty dookie you know it's gotta be dookie <laughs> it's hey, the yo, dookies all right freed hit me spooky or dookie fun size candy bars I'm going to say spooky, Freed. Here's why. When you're a kid, it's dookie. Kid is all about receiving Halloween and the thrill of the chase, trick-or-treat, getting the big one on the night. When you get a big candy bar, that's spooky. When you get the little one, that's dookie. But, Freed, we are both adults, and so we can go to any store literally at any time. And just buy a jumbo size. So it's actually. Maybe you can because you win all the booch bets. (laughs) It's spookier and probably more cost effective that way. Then you can just get a bunch. Also, Freed, spookier dookie putting your candy in the fridge. What kind of animal are you? What kind of candy are you talking about? Yo, I'd be very spooky. I'd be putting my candy in the fridge sometimes. That's dookie. All right. And and fun size candy bars, you know what? I'm picking up what you're putting down, but maybe I maybe I'm still a kid because that's dookie. I actually was grocery (laughs) shopping yesterday, picking out my Halloween candy. This is our first Halloween in our new house. Do you have like an actual neighborhood that's gonna do trick-or-treating? I think so. And I'm excited to find out. I, I don't know. There's there's definitely some vibes. There's going to be kids coming around the neighborhood. We're in a little cul-de-sac. I don't know how much action we're going to get, but I think we're going to get a decent amount of action. So I'll sit in the driveway and I'm not going to make a bad impression on my new neighbors by giving out fun size candies. So what I did, because you know, I'm going to be cost effective one way or the other, it's going to happen. <laughs> Instead of going fun size, I bought two big bags, one Reese's cups and one York peppermint patties. Now they're both full size. The cups and the patties are individually wrapped, but they're full size. Okay. So it's like one big. So it's like one full size Reese's cup individually wrapped one full size peppermint patty individually wrapped the peppermint patties. Those would probably be good in the fridge, but you're saying dookie on that. Peppermint patty, not a not an elite tier candy. Kind of dookie? Kind of dookie, yeah. It's different though. Everyone gives if out If anything, Reese's. you got to mix it up. You got to go one that's chocolate and then you got to go one. I remember I did like this thing, not to brag, but I volunteered at a school. Where Bonus points. Were at. And I brought candy and I was like handing out candies and stuff. And some kid came up to me. They were like, excuse me, do you have any non-chocolate candy? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just bought like a jumbo Snickers thing. Like, so that kid to take his free candy and like it or don't <laughs> take the free candy. Like, how much do you want? That's what I'm saying, though. You got to have like, you got to have some not Jolly Ranchers. 
Is Jolly Ranchers still like, are they still killing it in the school system right now? Like they I were, they had like a they don't have quite hold. as much street credit as they did back in our day. They had a chokehold over the American elementary school system. Right? Let's hope the Jolly Ranchers weren't chokeholding anybody. <laughs> they might need a lifesaver. <laughs> oh, ahoy, Captain. But I, you know what? You're right. I didn't think about that. I did go double chocolate, but I went one peanut butter, one mint. So they're still kind of polar opposites in a way. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely opposites. Yeah. And you have one that could potentially kill somebody with the peanut allergy. And yeah. The other one, mint, you're usually safe. You know, it's actually a dope candy. Almond joy. I've actually never had an almond joy. I didn't like coconut as a kid, mm. but does almond joy have coconut or is that mounds? Yeah. They both, they both have coconut mounds has like nuts or something too. No mounds is the one without a nut. Almond oh. joy has the almond. Right. Okay. So mounds like a straight is, almond in it. Mounds is an almond joy without the almond. Exactly. Because some people are allergic to these nuts. These nuts? Spooky. <laughs> All right. What's next on this list? Spooky or dookie? Conference championship games. Conference championship games are spooky in theory, but the games themselves. Well, the ACC games are always dookie, but SEC, big. I feel like the Big 12 has the best conference championship game every year. Well, the Big 12 is one of the few conferences that doesn't have divisions, and it's just the two best teams playing each other. And I'm torn on this one because kind of like you said, the games oftentimes end up being dookie, but they could be spooky in the right circumstances. Like the Big 12 has this thing going right now where they have 10 teams. It's a nine-game conference schedule, so they all play each other exactly one time, and then the top two teams rematch in the championship. That's kind of ideal. That's going to yeah. get jacked up a little bit next year when they add the four new teams. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to go to pods or something like that. Overall, I'm going dookie. I'd like to see more spooky, but change my mind conference okay. championship games all right I, what i'm hearing is that we need to the that the conference structure is dookie and we need to have everybody just be in a conference play everybody and that way the conference championships will become a little bit spookier yeah the the, the two division conference method is dookie right because like look at the big 10 i mean you got ohio state and michigan and penn state all on one side and Ohio State's going to end up playing Illinois. You got yeah. Clemson's going to face off with UNC, who's going to be ranked like 21st after they lose two more games this year. <laughs> um, what, Oregon and USC probably? Uh-huh. Um, maybe UCLA crashes that party. Utah. Who knows? But Utah's kind of dookie. Hmm. We'll see. But, you know, like you said, moral of the story, conference alignment, a little bit dookie. A little bit dookie. They could work mm-hmm. on it. Let's get the pods into play. You know pods? No, what are pods? The pod concept. All right, so the big Jewel 12. Pods? Tide pods? <laughs> Yum. Spooky or dookie, eating Tide pods. <laughs> <laughs> well, first it's spooky, and then there's dookie. That's right. And it's a blooky dookie. Oh. <laughs> so the pod concept for college football For a division like the Big 12, instead of having divisions, each team is in a pod with like three other teams. 
And these are the teams that you play every single year, your historic rivalries. And then the other six teams in the conference or whatever are alternating every other year. So essentially you play your historic rivalry, three teams every single season, and you play every other team at least every other year. And it's a rotating home and away. So that way in a four-year span, every team in the conference plays a home and away game against each other. And you still get your historic rivalries in every year because in the ACC teams in the same state, like UNC and wake forest went so long without playing each other on the ACC schedule that they scheduled out of conference games just to play each other. That's a big part about like what's getting lost amid all of the capitalistic, just throwing teams. Let's have Rutgers play against Ohio state or yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, where it's like you lose part of the fabric of the game where it becomes, it's like globalism, like on a national scale. It's like, we're just going to get all the brands from all over and just like, they'll play each other. But like, if Rutgers is playing UCLA, there's no history. There's no right, rivalry. So like that's part of what we saw, like, um, who was it that uh, West Virginia and Pittsburgh Played. Yeah, the backyard brawl. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. You lose a game like that where those two schools are separated by 30 miles, but they're in different conferences and now they don't play anymore. So the pods are kind of like, if you remember seeing talk of this in the ACC, they said they were going to kill the divisions in a year or two. So they started talking about what teams are going to be your annual rivalries. Mm-hmm. And for Miami, it's kind of hard to find that perfect match because Obviously, you have Florida State, but then who do you go to? Not Louisville. What did we get? Louisville and Boston College or something like that? Miami, Florida. So Miami, Florida State, Louisville. Um, I think it might have been Boston College. I think it was. Not Virginia Tech, not North Carolina. Yeah, we wanted Virginia Tech. Yeah, Miami football gets BC, FSU, and Louisville, the new ACC slate. Yeah. So that's our pod, baby. Those are the boys. That's our pod. And this is our pod. The only podcast on the internet talking kombucha and college sports. Spooky or dookie time, Alex. Halloween season. How do you feel about adults in costumes? Speaking as an adult in a costume, talking to another adult in a costume, I think spooky. Spooky. Adults in costumes. People like to dress up. It's fun. People like to do the co- whole cosplaying thing. It's a thing that people like to do. People are into the Halloween season. People like practicing witchcraft. I'm for all of that. Um, as long as you're not like... Pro-witch. Yeah, I'm pro-witch. I really am. I'm going to agree with you. I think spooky. I think obviously costumes are for children, but when you hit that like 12, 13 age, you go into your awkward phase in costumes because... Dressing up just isn't that cool when you're in high school, you know, but you get back to college and it's, it's spooky season, right? Like we live for the Halloween parties. Um, Yeah. Cause high school, it's not, okay. This is going to sound weird. High school. It's not sexy enough, right? Well, hopefully not. You can't be, I mean, but like, come on, like there's kids like, but in high school, like you're like, I guess like by the time you're like old high school, that's when it can be sexy. But like there's this lost period from like 10 
to the age awkward phase. 16 where yeah. it's just not like it's not cute it's not sexy what did you dress up as in high school if you dressed up in high school oh. i don't yeah, think do i dressed up ninth i don't think i dressed up any any year i th- one year i like went to a harry potter movie premiere on halloween that's spooky but i didn't dress up as a wizard i just went but when you get back to being an adult you know you get through the party phase and the next stage in your life is you go trick-or-treating with your kids and if you want to be a that's the sexiest thing of all you dress up (laughs) and you be a sexy dad walking around with your kids it's the best thing you can do and that is spookier dookie (laughs) bucha barometer my neighbor's dog is fucking going ham out there. You know he's going to be barking all night on Halloween. You got to give that pooch a booch. They they really go really lightly with the mango and the ginger. I mean, they're adding puree, but it's got to be just a sliver. Just a little taste. And honestly, I don't even taste it. Do you even taste mango essence or ginger no. essence? No, definitely not. I mean, this is not, it's not terrible. I'm enjoying it. I'm starting to like get into just like sipping it and it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like honey. Like the more like that was an important distinction when you were like, oh, it's basically like actual yeah, it's, tea. It's like a sweet tea with honey. I haven't had dinner today and I'm in one of those moods where I'm like really hungry for booch and I could crush real quick. So you know that could influence the score, but on any given booch ball, it is what it is. Well, here we are having a great time on Booch Ball. We told you what you're thinking. Spooky or dookie. We're drinking this wild tonic mango ginger June kombucha. We have some mixed feelings. You'll have to stick around before we give our final grade at the end here. But, Freed, you know what that means. It's time for the third and final segment of Booch Ball, which is, of course, who we're picking. Who we're picking. All right, Alex, we got a spooky slate. Starting with a top 10 team and finishing up with some booty. Let's start with the top 10 team, shall we? Ohio State, favored by 15 and a half at Penn State. Man, more than two touchdowns. Alex, who are you picking here? Creed, I'm picking Ohio State until they, uh, they don't beat a team by more than 30 points. I could not agree more. Um, Penn State got thrashed by Michigan a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ohio State is better than Michigan. My only hesitation is this is a big game for Penn State. It's at home. There's going to be a lot of energy. I could see them hanging around. And Manny Diaz is going to get up for this one? No. I mean, <laughs> actually, he he wasn't the worst big game coach we ever had. Like We, we were generally competitive in our big games. Um, there were no 58 to zero losses. It was the games that you should win that he continued to lose. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I stand by Ohio state though. They're just too much firepower right now. Um, CJ Stroud, he's the Heisman favorite until proven otherwise, unless Hendon hooker takes the balls all the way and goes undefeated, then it's his to lose. But assuming Tennessee drops one at some point, you default back to CJ. Well, I guess we'll find out with our next pick on the slate as Kentucky travels down to the Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee, 12.5-point favorites. Who you got? These were two teams that I really liked coming into the season. Um, I, I thought both of them had the potential to be sneaky 10-win teams. And 
I'm doing a season long pick em pool uh, with a group of friends where you have to make your picks all at the beginning of the season and um, you can't change throughout. And both of these two teams had the same point value at the beginning. So I could have gone with either. I ended up leaning towards Kentucky and I regret that immensely. Um, ah, I still think Kentucky's an all right team, but they've had some quarterback injuries to Will Levis, just like Miami has. I don't know if he's fully healthy for this game and Tennessee is just rolling. I do think they drop one probably before Georgia. This could be a sneaky trap game for them, but I'm taking Tennessee at home to cover. Me too. That was spooky. Me too. All right, well, it wouldn't be Halloween if we didn't do the butt bowl. The what now? The butt bowl. Baylor University at Texas Tech. A beautiful acronym. B-U-T-T, beautiful. (laughs) Bootyful. Texas Tech favored by two and a half points. Who are you picking here, Alex? Freed. Even though earlier this season I shouted out Baylor as potentially being the best team in Texas because everyone forgets about the Baylor Bears. I'm going to give this one to the Texas Tech Raiders only out of loyalty to you and your alma mater and the fact that they're playing at home. Yeah, as you said, that's my alma mater 2.0. And I really hate these games where I have to get my heart involved with them because I feel like I don't make good decisions when my heart gets involved with the college football pick. (laughs) Right. And really what we all forgot about or or didn't looked past this year, we faded TCU. They were the, that smaller big 12 Texas school that is turning out to be probably the best in the state. The horny toads. Yeah. The hornies. Um, Too bad. The horny toads don't get involved with the butt bowl. Butt bowl. Yeah. That would be nice. But um, Texas Tech played really well last week against a West Virginia team. They, they absolutely dominated West Virginia. Uh, they're probably the worst team in the Big 12. But after seeing them rolling like that in their first year under new head coach, Joey McGuire, yeah, it's your cousin. Uncle Joey? Yeah, Uncle Joey's the coach at Texas Tech. I got to go with Texas Tech here too. Things get spooky in Lubbock on Halloween. That's kind of like... Texas Tech's thing is like we win the games we're not supposed to win like it's spooky and I don't know what's going on there but I guarantee there's going to be a blackout that weekend and um, Tech's going to be jumping so got to go with them can you get that dog to shut up I I wish I could he's (laughs) not affiliated with my house he just stands behind my office and barks oh my god that's his name's Mick he's he's nice but right now he's dookie He's straight dookie. All right. Our sediment pick. Freed, the wild tonic. Down the hatch. <laughs> Down the hatch. Me hearty. Where's all the wild tonic gone? <laughs> the sediment pick, Freed. We've got the UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. The Blazers. Facing off against FAU, 
The Owls, Florida Atlantic. Who do you got here? UAB, five and a half point favorites. Five and a half points. That's a good number. I'm giving it to the home team, FAU, home dogs. Let me get a win outright one time for Cozy. Wow, you got FAU. All right, Freed, that's going to be the one time we differ throughout this pick. And I've got the Blazers just because. Why not? With a five and a half point spread, no tiebreaker needed unless this game's postponed, but we're going to suffer anyway. Let's talk about them kombucha canes. TBD is TBD, though most likely he's going to be out for this game. It's at Virginia. Miami loves dropping a game to Virginia, which in some ways, this is a game that I like fully expect us to lose. Maybe this is one where we have one of those inexplicable wins. And Jake Garcia for like one week gets us feeling better. And then going into Florida State, like there's like this energy in the building. Um, but temper five, Freed. I got Miami 24, UVA 27. You know what's spooky? Same score. 24, 27. Look at that. That was my same score prediction for Miami Duke, Freed. You little copycat. Yeah, and, you know, I did my same score prediction a week ago, and um, it didn't work out for me. Now no. you're doing it. Is it too late for me to change? Can can I root for Miami to win? Is that okay? Yeah, I'll allow it. All right. If you win the boots bet, it will be under protest, but, yes, I will allow it. 24 to 23. The tiebreaker is not going to happen this week anyway because there won't be a tie. So I get to root for Miami, and um, – yeah, this is just this is the type of game that I have so little faith in Miami, but at the same time, that's when we start to win the games. You know, this is the point in the season where it clicks. You know, last year we were three and four at this point and won five of the last six. And it just seems like something's gotta give with this team. They're they're just a little too talented to to keep losing to these shit teams. You got the Canes. I've got UVA. We'll see what happens. College football is a crazy thing. You never know. We don't certainly don't know what's going on. Are we fans of the wild tonic mango ginger June kombucha? Is this kombucha going to be spooky or is it going to be dookie, Alex? Uh, well, Freed, it's, uh, it's different. Changes pace. Uh, it's not a typical kombucha. The initial shock right off the bat was pretty unnerving. It's fine. I've been drinking it throughout, but it's not something that I'm like, I'm always, I'm reminded of how like it is every time I take a sip. Um, I won't say it's not good, but I will say it is absolutely meh. Straight up 4.0. That's kind of harsh from you, Alex. You're, maybe as we've experienced more of these kombuchas, our, uh, our palates are just, getting civilized and cultured and we're just being a little bit tighter you know perhaps i I was really i was enjoying a mango gt's mystic mango kombucha earlier today so you gave this a four you gave the brew doctor island mango a 3.6 would you say that that stands true you like this a little more i like this more yeah that that was one of the most disgusting thing kombuchas i've ever had yeah I, w- I, I might have given that a lower score now that I if you put it. them head to head, it would be interesting because they're very different. I think yeah. the problem with that brew doctor was it was so disappointing. 
This one, this is at least a, a change of pace. It's a different brand. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go higher than you. Um, I I kind of liked it. I, I would probably buy this brand again. So what's your score, Freed? Flat six. Flat six. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be really, oh, ETF5 bot. This is right down your alley here, buddy. Take it away. Some kindergarten math for the ETF5 bot. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Five flat. Wow. ETF5 bot must have liked that. Look, he's all lit up. We're down at the bottom of the Bucha Big Board once again, Alex. Yeah, this has been a very underwhelming season. For Miami and for Booch Ball. Yeah, yeah, we're forgetting we're we're picking five flat kombuchas. We're losing to Duke and Middle Tennessee State. Oh Lord. Freed, it's all gonna get turned around. And next week coming on the show, we actually will hopefully have our guests join us. We are going to have a niche Twitter celebrity on the podcast next week. Christy Yamaguchi Maine. I still have yet to find out what this person's actual name is, but they are just churning out hit tweet after hit tweet. This is someone who is in the uh, Dan Lebetard show network, um, super fan, and somebody who's, who's, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk to him about this, but he's a big wife guy. Like, wife. like he thinks his wife is hot and he posts about it in a good way, in a heartwarming way. I respect that. Yeah. It's respect. And he's got this cool beard. He has a nose ring. Christy Yamaguchi Maine. We're going to have him on next week for FSU Hate Week. Freed, if we can just beat. Okay, ready? I'm going to talk myself back into it. If we can just beat UVA and get back to 500. Playing FSU at Miami, throw out all the records. Canes beat FSU at home to get above 500, one win away from bowl eligibility. Then all we have to do is beat Georgia Tech. And then are we ranked going into Clemson? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's not get carried away. Oh, Thank simmer you. down, everybody. Simmer Thank down. Thank you, Boochies, for joining us aboard the Booch Ball ship as we sail away into another college football week. Thank you. We love you. Join us next week with Christy Yamaguchi, Maine. And as always, trick or treat, bitches. Peace. <laughs> Booch. We playing Booch Ball.